Hey girlfriend, I'm so excited you're here. It's Katie Coverline, also known as KK. First off, um, I hope you can relate. I am a hot mess mom, <laughs> a wife who's trying to keep Jesus in the center of her marriage, and also a top earner in network marketing. So I love to talk about business and goals because hi, hello, that's what we're here for. We're here to grow, but also one of my favorite ways to grow is to dive into the word. It's to dive into scripture because there are so many surface level solutions in today's world. And sometimes we just need to run to the word and find our answers there. So I'm so happy you're here and enjoy today's episode. Hey y'all, it's been some time, hasn't it? 2020 has been quite the year and I miss being on here. You know, I thrive when I can get my message out and just pour into someone's heart. That is when I feel my absolute best. And that is what today's episode is kind of about. But also I just had to switch up the vibe of my podcast. You know, I feel like we live in a world. (laughs) We do live in a world where we are constantly comparing ourselves. You know, we live in a world where The second you get on Instagram, you feel like your kitchen is not as pretty as someone else's or there is another mom who's cooking better meals than you or there's someone else who's working out and looking better even though you've lost 15 pounds this year. You know, we're constantly in comparison mode and I feel like I got, you know, when I first started this podcast, I... I fell out of the, the the purpose of what I was doing this for. You know, I'm not here to be popular. I'm not here to, you know, just... M- the point of this podcast is to pierce your heart with biblical wisdom. And, you know, I redid the bio, uh, bio of this and I redid <laughs> the title because this isn't real talk. I want you to have biblical confidence for everything that you face throughout your life, throughout your marriage, throughout parenting, throughout your business, like there is biblical wisdom and confidence for everything that we face. And I had to rediscover myself this year and I felt like I was putting so much of my confidence in things that only the world can give me, which is not where we want to be. Our confidence does not come from likes. Our confidence does not come from friendships. It does not come from anything that the world can give us. And I got wrapped up in people's opinions and I distanced myself from the Bible. That is where my confidence comes from. And I asked myself, I said, Katie, when do you feel your absolute best? And you know what I wrote down? Waking up early, eating healthy, working out, drinking water, listening to worship music, reading and growing. And when do I not feel good? I don't feel good when I sleep in. I don't feel good when I drink alcohol. I don't feel good when I'm scrolling on social media apps. I don't feel good when I'm eating bad. And I don't feel good when I'm tuning into things that are not serving my heart. But why do we get wrapped up in all those things I just said? Why is it so much easier to blend in? Why is it so much easier to eat something bad or to scroll on TikTok Rather than be intentional with our schedule, be intentional with what we're filling our minds with. You guys, there are so many times where I get my first one on the bus and my second one's, you know, whatever in the living room and I have on Hillsong worship and I'm just praising the Lord, just doing dishes and I'm just crying because I feel 
so overwhelmed with his presence. And I'm feeling a little emotional because I feel overwhelmed with his presence right now because obviously what I do for a living is network marketing and I love it. But I also feel very led to lead my team more biblically and less worldly. Um, you know, there's a couple things I want to talk about, and I just want to make these. Um, I'm committing to one new podcast a week, probably 10 to 15 minutes long, because I don't want to take up a, you know, 45 an hour of your day. And the first thing I want to talk about is holy exchanges. And I learned this in my Bible study. And sometimes we want God to take away our pain, right? Like whatever we're suffering with, maybe that's, you know, for me, that was something in parenting I went through this year and I tried to take control. I tried to do therapy. I tried to do all of these things when I should have surrendered it to God. And I could cry right now because last year was so hard for me um, mentally. And isn't it funny that we try to do every single thing we can to take control of our lives. We try to take control. We try to make the schedule. We try to do all these things. And sometimes I think God just sits back and laughs and he's like, honey, surrender to me. Cast your anxiety on me. Give me your concerns about your debt. Give me your concerns about your marriage. Give me your concerns about your finances, your health. I'm here and put that weight on me. That weight is not meant for us to carry. And if you could see me right now, y'all, I have real tears in my eyes because this is when I feel good, when I can just get my message across through a little mic and into your ear. Um, and sometimes, like I said, with that comfort, we want God to take away our pain. And you know what Bible verse I wrote down about patience, because sometimes I think we want our pain gone within that minute, that hour, that day. And I'm going to read you patience. Um, it is, or, you know, how to discover that patience. It's Romans chapter five, verse three. And it says, let us be full of joy now. Let us triumph in our troubles and rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that pressure and hardship produce patient and unswerving endurance. Oh my gosh, can I get it? Oh, like I'm just in my office clapping. That is so good because sometimes when we want to move through the problem, if we get it too quickly or we try to get it ourselves, we don't develop the patience and we don't produce the endurance that we need to hold on to that promise. And so I want you to ask yourself, whatever you're going through, whatever you're holding on to and you're carrying that weight, I want you to surrender it to God. I want you to know that he cares about your debt. He cares about the struggle in your marriage. He cares about that friendship that is no longer in your life that is just bringing you down. He cares about all of that and he wants you to surrender it to him. Okay, so please know that there is so much purpose to the patience of the process and I hope that verse really spoke to you. The second thing is how much of us, <laughs> how many of us are living in anxiety, right? This has been such a crazy year and sometimes our comfort, oh, it's so easy to get on TikTok and scroll, right? And laugh. It's so easy to turn on Netflix and watch three episodes and put, you know, put just sit on the couch and cast all our anxiety. Just instead of casting it to God, we just try to shake it off and turn on a Netflix series, right? Be patient with me when I word things. <laughs> But 1 Corinthians 
verses three through four, it says, God is our source of every comfort. I'm going to read that to you again. God is our source of every comfort. He consoles and encourages us in every trouble so that we may also be able to comfort those who are in trouble or distress. Have you ever thought about that for a second? That God wants to take our healing to help others? Have you ever thought about what you're going through? Maybe there's very, very big amounts of massive purpose behind it for you to hold someone else's hand and say, you know what? I went through that in 2020. Let me guide you through on how I got that. You know, sometimes I think we're so angry that we're in a struggle when the Bible tells us that we need to rejoice in our sufferings. We need to rejoice in our struggles because like I said, it gives us patience. It gives us unswerving endurance. And isn't that the kind of life we want to build to have that kind of patience and to have that kind of unswerving faith? Um, the next thing, whoo. I think this will hit you like a ton of bricks. Jealousy. Jealousy, jealousy, jealousy. We all know that the Bible says comparison is the thief of joy, right? Galatians 5.26, it says, Let us not become self-conceited, competitive, challenging, and irritating to one another, envying and becoming jealous of one another. Y'all, how many times do you get on the gram and you're like, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, you're comparing your weight loss to someone else's. You're comparing your home to someone else's. And can I, can I dig deep with you for a second? When I was in my Bible study the other week, it had us write down things that we want. But if we were to see them through the lens of God, how different would they look? And how many of us would write a bigger house, a bigger backyard, a better neighborhood, but at the end of the day, don't you just want more laughter in your home, more love, more fulfillment, a strong marriage? Don't you want those things in your home? Like, don't those things matter before we get the big house? Before, you know, we think that something bigger and better is going to bring us peace. Y'all, it doesn't. Your peace and your comfort, your joy, so much of that, of that for me personally, it comes from connecting with God Cry, like church isn't Sunday mornings to me. Yes, I love going to church, but I also love crying on my way to go get lunch and listening in my car to Joyce Meyer or Joel Olstein or throwing on a podcast and just having that aha moment where I feel God and his grace and his presence all over me. Jealousy is such an evil thing, babe, and I want you to switch your mindset of, okay, I want the big house, but how does God see it through his lenses? I'm sure a big house is fine. Maybe that's on your plan, but I'm sure he wants to work more on what goes on inside that house and the woman who's going to live inside that house before you get the big house, okay? You know, and the Bible also talks about long-term fruit, right? We want quick fixes. We want to get out of our situation. But you know what? God wants us to be positioned to produce long-term fruit in our situation. In Galatians 5, um, what does it say? 5.22 to 23, it talks about the long-term fruit of the Holy Spirit. And so many people, you know, we're wrapped up in this world of spray tans and just lashes and looking better and plastic surgery and sculpting your body fat and all of these things, which they make you feel beautiful on the outside. Don't get me wrong. If I had less cellulite, girl, I'd feel so much more confident in my shorts, right? 
If I had bigger lips, I would love to put lip gloss on more. But you know what the Bible says about long-term fruit that I don't see on Instagram? Holy Spirit fruit, gentleness, love, joy, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gladness, peace, goodness, self-control, humility. Y'all, all of those things, they don't come from your Instagram bio. They don't come from your business. They don't come from how many people are liking and following you. They come from the Lord. So I just want to end this podcast today and hope that those Bible verses hit you like a ton of bricks and to understand, like I said, to be patient through your sufferings and your struggles, girl, and to understand that God wants you to hand all of your discomfort and your anxiety to him. Just release it to him. Don't try to comfort yourself with a Netflix series or listening to rap music in the gym, which all those things are fine, but don't forget your one-on-one time with him and just talking to him because he listens in jealousy. Knock it out, babe. Knock that jealousy out. And like I said, the long-term fruit. Isn't that the goal? When I'm 50 years old, No one's going to care about what my lips look like. No one's going to care about how big my house is. But what I'm going to care about is the greatness I feel inside. The self-control and the humility and peace and kindness and patience and love and joy that I have in my heart and that I've built over my decades here. So I love you guys. I'm so excited to be pouring back into you. Have a good rest of your day. Bye-bye.